Welcome to Glow Radio. This is the Rich Bitch Academy for all baddies who want to glow the fuck up. I'm your host, Jacqueline Sun. I'm a wealth astrologer and business coach for luxury entrepreneurs. You can expect raw and unfiltered conversations about how to embrace a rich CEO mindset. We will discuss everything including business, astrology, manifestation, human design, and more. It's time to break off limiting beliefs and free your best self. Let's secure the bag. You guys know that I love finding the parallels between different areas of life. A recent one that I talked to you guys so much about is finding the parallels between learning how to do my own nails and entrepreneurship. I talk about this all the time in my story, so if you guys follow me on Instagram, you will know this. And I also discuss that more in episode 153. But today, I want to talk to you about the parallels that I found between dating and business. Because honestly, I have just seen so many parallels between this, and I can't wait to share them all with you. I also want to talk a bit about how structure does not equal rigidity. This is a huge realization that I've had in my own life, and I feel like it can help a lot of you as well. So first, let's talk a bit about the dating and business. So everything in life is a relationship. Business is a relationship because when you are a CEO, when you are a business owner, you have a relationship with your business. And I feel like this part of the podcast, what I'm going to share with you about dating might really speak to you, especially if you have a lot of fire placements and especially especially Aries placements because I am recording this just after the Aries full moon. Oh my goodness, that full moon was so powerful. I feel like it just led to so many breakthroughs, so many shifts. Let me just tell you a bit about how my Aries full moon went. So a few weeks before this full moon, I was going through all my hard drives. I was like looking for some photos to create this video on Instagram, on TikTok. And it came across this one hard drive I realized had belonged to my ex from my long-term toxic relationship. And I can't remember if we shared it because there was a password on it. And I do remember knowing the password before, but I just forgot what it was. I couldn't think of it. And my plan was to, okay, if I cannot think of what the password is, I'm just going to like destroy this hard drive. But if I can remember it, maybe I'll like reformat it or something. And I kind of pondered it for a bit, but I was like, I feel like smashing it is the right decision for me because it's kind of like another form of cord cutting and just really releasing that old stagnant energy. Like, I don't know what it is when you delete files, when you delete photos, it's really like powerful and you can really feel that shift. So I I didn't, I knew that there wasn't anything like important on this hard drive. Like my ex was very irresponsible. I'm like, if he hasn't asked for this hard drive in like three years, There's nothing that's like life changing on it. So I decided to wait until the Aries full moon because we know that full moons are a time for releasing. And Aries energy, oh my goodness, Aries is ruled by Mars, the planet of rage, the planet of passion, 
motivation, drive, and like what better time to release anger than on the Aries full moon, right? So during the full moon, if you guys follow me on TikTok and Instagram, you might have already seen the video. It's on my feed. I took the hard drive to my backyard, spread out a garbage bag, and smashed the shit out of it. And honestly, I felt so good. I feel like like the chi in my body was just moving. I felt warm after and I was like, oh my God, I really want to smash more things. And I feel like this Aries full moon just really ignited this passion, like revived it inside of me. And I saw someone comment on TikTok. It was so funny. They were saying how they noticed that I spread out the garbage bag for easy cleanup. And then I was like, yes, honey, because I have a Virgo moon and we're going to keep things neat. So uh, that was just such a good experience. And also during the Aries full moon that night, I watched a movie with Sean. I was watching The Luckiest Girl Alive with Mila Kunis. And oh my goodness, that was such a dark movie like I did not expect that at all uh if you guys haven't watched it I won't spoil too much of it but maybe you want to skip this if you're planning to watch it but basically she was raped by three boys in her high school and she never like spoke up about it it was just like this crazy story of like how she was friends with these other guys who hated the boys who raped her as well because they also like bullied them and stuff. And there was a school shooting because those other guys were so angry at those boys and they were like, we need to shoot them. Like it was intense. So they shot like two of the boys. So they died. And then one of the boys lived, but he could never walk again because he was shot in the hip. And that guy that lived ended up like blaming her for the shooting. Like he wrote a whole book. He became like this public figure and he blamed her for the shooting when like he was the one that raped her. And it just made me so angry. Like I felt like it made me realize how much anger I feel for women when their voice is taken away. Like I feel like it's just, I hate it when your power is just taken away from you. I feel like that is my son in the eighth house speaking. That is my Scorpio rising in my draconic chart speaking. Like Scorpio is the sign of power and control. And also like I've been learning more about my Lilith. I actually didn't know this before. There's actually like four Lilith placement so google it i don't remember like the site off the top of my head but there's a lot of websites that can tell you what all your four little signs are so mine mine were aquarius i think i had like a double aquarius gemini and cancer and i can totally see the aquarius and the gemini so before i knew that one of my lilith placements was in aquarius so i hate being told what to do And I think with that Gemini placement, it's like when someone's voice is taken away from them and when they aren't able to like choose what they want to do, like that Aquarius is just like flying out. I um, don't have too much insight on that Cancer one off the top of my head. I can't really remember it right now. But just from looking at those placements, Aquarius, the Gemini, all my Scorpio energy in my chart. Scorpio is also my dominant placement, even though I don't have any Scorpio in my big six. So it just ignited this flame inside me. And it reminded me also of this time. I'll tell you, this is like a very vulnerable story. 
when I was in my toxic relationship, this was close to the end. Like I was with my ex for 13 years. And you guys know it was hella toxic, you know, just like unhealthy arguments, all that kind of crazy stuff. And at the end, I remember this one argument we had. I actually came across it in my journal like many months ago. And we were arguing about something and he wasn't listening to me. So he and he was like, I guess, thinking that I was like talking too much or whatever. And he put his hand to cover my mouth when I was speaking. And oh my God, guys, even when I say that to you, it is stirring up so much anger inside of me because that is just not okay. And I feel like when I share these things, it's not out of like, like I'm not holding a grudge against my ex. Like I am practicing forgiveness and I've done so much cord cutting around that and all that kind of stuff. But I'm just being reminded of these things that anger me. And I feel like this is really what fuels my passion. So that is like the whole point of what I do as a business coach, as a wealth astrologer, because I want to help you share your message, whatever that may be, because everyone's path is unique. Everyone's path is different. And I want to help you share your message while making money for it because you deserve to get fucking paid for your work because you have good shit to offer and to build a life that you are proud of, build a life that is full of freedom. That is exactly what I do. So we just went off on a whole tangent there about that Aries full moon because, oh my goodness, it was just so passionate. And one of the big realizations that I actually had right before the full moon was a realization about how my target audience is pivoting. And I feel like this is can this is going to be very helpful to any of you who are an who is an if you're an entrepreneur. And if you are also a manifesting generator or you have a line three in your human design profile, this will speak to you because if you have any of those placements in your human design chart, you are meant to go through a lot of trial and error. You are meant to shift and pivot when you get the call. You're not meant to stick to a very narrow path in life. So I had this realization that my target audience was shifting and I realized that I've been feeling some frustration and some anger and irritation lately because I wasn't like clearly allowing myself to go with this transition of how my target audience is changing. So in the beginning, when I first started my business, I was targeting more like newer entrepreneurs, people who might just be thinking about quitting their nine to five to start their job or start their business. Uh, or these people who might have no idea what they're doing yet. But I've realized that I am pivoting from that because I don't enjoy working with people who have no idea what they want and aren't willing to commit. Like the goal is always to build a life of freedom, financial freedom, freedom over your schedule, just complete freedom in general. That is the goal and that is what my audience wants. That is who my client is. 
But if you have no idea and you are not willing to commit to that, if you are not willing to commit to your big dreams, then I definitely do not want to work with you because we are just not a good fit. And I'm, I realize that I've been transitioning more to people who have a more intermediate to advanced understanding of astrology and human design because I am not here to handhold. I'm not here to teach you about astrology. I'm not here to teach you about human design. I'm here to teach you how to embody your higher self so that you can achieve your purpose so that you can fulfill what you are meant to do in this lifetime so i just took out like a whole piece of paper wrote out who my target audience is and i feel like this is a great activity for you as well so if you are a business owner take out a piece of paper and answer these questions ask yourself who is my target audience what do they want what is the outcome that they want what is the transformation that they want where are they at right now at their starting place? And how is your business going to take them from the starting place to the transformation from their point A to point B? I want you to write out those things right now to get clear on it. Because when you know who you are speaking to, it's going to be so much easier for you to communicate that in your content. And this is one of the big things that we go into inside my Creator Baddie program. You need to learn how to communicate your message, your voice. You need to own your voice. And that is how you're going to reach your target audience. That is how you're going to get those paying customers. So that was a huge realization that I had. And literally on that night, like I was having a lot of head tension and just like headaches close to the full moon, like Aries rules the head. So I'm not surprised at that. But after I sat down and did this activity, I felt so much more at peace after. I felt so much calmer. And this was after I had like, I think like a two hour bath. I was just having like a Pisces moment, a bath moment to cleanse. And now like every time I, I take a bubble bath, I always set an intention of whatever I want to be filled up with. And I set the intention, I, I wanted the bath to cleanse me, to fill me up with peace, to let me know what my next step is, to see my direction clearly. Like I, I usually set some type of intention, whatever it is that is on my mind. I actually learned that from my best friend, Clara, because she gave me this like bath ritual package with the bath salts and she like cleansed it with Reiki. It was amazing. So I did that during like just before the full moon and then I had that realization which was amazing so let's get back to what I was going to talk about regarding dating and business so what I've realized is that energetic shifts can be very subtle and this is the first phase of creator baddie because I always talk about how building a business is 90% energetics and mindset. 10% strategy. If you don't have the energetics down, you're not going to be able to execute the strategy. No matter how proven, how successful, how many people have executed that strategy, if you do not deal with your self-sabotaging tendencies, you are not going to be able to execute the strategy. So the simple energetic shift is that you can be telling everyone about your business coming from a place of being desperate and needy, which is going to repel people. 
or you can come from a very powerful place and want to tell everyone about your business because you are excited and because you know that you have good shit to offer and you know that your work is going to transform lives. So you just need to find those people who are a right fit for you. And this is so similar to dating because it just reminds me when I was dating. You know, you can you can try to ask people on dates coming from a desperate energy or even if you're not asking them on dates, like you're just trying to pursue someone. You can come at it from a desperate energy and that is very repelling. But you can also be seeking a partner and coming from a place where you know your power, you know your worth, you know that you are good shit, like you are a 12 out of 10 and you just need to find someone who is on your level, someone who is willing to collaborate with you. And I just remember when I was on the dating apps, like landing a date to me is so similar to like landing a potential customer in your business, landing a lead. And, you know, sometimes you pursue those leads, you pursue that date and it doesn't work out. And then that's totally okay. And you move on to the next. Like success is also about the volume. And I feel like one of the reasons why I was able to manifest my healthy relationships so quickly in like less than three months, it was because I didn't give up. I embraced my Aries energy. Like I have an Aries Mercury and I just kept going for it. If, if one date didn't work out, then it was on to the next. And I feel like so many people get paralyzed, like not only in dating, but in business, they're not like moving forward because you're not taking chances. Like you can't expect to get into a healthy relationship if you're not going on dates. You can't expect to make sales in your business if you're not pursuing your leads, if you're not pursuing your potential customers. And this is something that I, I've i just seen so much more clearly in my business. Like you need to go for things. So I talk a lot about how your Jupiter placement is how you can manifest more abundance. My Jupiter is in Virgo and it's in the first house. The first house is naturally ruled by Aries. So once again, Aries energy activated by the full moon. It reminded me like when I first started my podcast, Glow Radio, which you were listening to, I started it with my best friend Clara at that time. And I just remember like shooting my shot, sending a bunch of emails out, reaching out to people to be potential guests. And even if they were like huge figures, like I was reaching out to beauty brands, like we had Bosha, Juice Beauty on the podcast, like very, very early on before we really had anything to show for it. Like before we had a lot of listeners, before we had a lot of subscribers and I shot my shot and I knew that someone out there was going to say yes. And then it would just snowball. I just kept connecting with people. I was asking my connections who they knew that could be a potential guest for the show. I knew that collaborations were going to help the podcast grow. And especially for me, because my midheaven is in Taurus. Taurus is ruled by Venus. Venus is in my seventh house of partnerships, of relationships. So especially for me in my business, I am meant to do a lot of collaborations or actually I should say that doing a lot of collaborations can help my business grow, can help my reputation grow. So 
it just reminded me of that time and I felt like I needed to bring that energy back to my current business or it was just activated again by this full moon. I realized how many leads I was getting for my programs on social media, on Instagram and on TikTok and I just needed to pursue them a bit. I just needed to have a conversation with them to see if it was going to be a good fit. Like, you know, it's like kind of scoping it out, seeing if you want to go on a first date with this person. So I share this with you to encourage you to reflect on your dating style and how your business is because the relationship we have, the relationships we have in our life, like how we act in relationships can tell a lot about how you will act as a business owner. And if there is unhealed trauma there, if you don't know how to set boundaries in your relationship, you also will struggle with setting boundaries in your business. And that's why I talk so much about trauma healing about overcoming your self-sabotaging tendencies, your limiting beliefs, and this is exactly what we discuss in phase one of Creator Baddie. And I remember I was just so blown away because even after, after just the first week of lessons in Creator Baddie, my students were already telling me that they were experiencing shifts in their life, in their business. They were attracting a different type of client, which was more aligned with their ideal client. And I was honestly blown away because I didn't expect people to have such massive shifts in the first week, but I was like, oh my God. And I feel like it just confirmed for me that this shit works. Mastering the energetics works. And that's why I highly, highly encourage you to definitely focus on the energetics. If you haven't been seeing results in your business, Go back to the energetics, go back to the mindset, because there might be something there that is holding you back. And if you want to learn more, definitely check out Creator Baddie, which is always linked in the description. So let's talk a little bit about the second topic that I wanted to share with you guys about how structure does not equal rigidity. And I feel like this part of the podcast can really speak to you if you have a lot of dominant earth placements. That's Virgo, Capricorn, Taurus, or if you have a lot of fixed signs. That is Scorpio, Taurus, Leo, and Aquarius, because I feel like earth signs and fixed signs sometimes tend to struggle with rigidity because they want structure in their life. They want frameworks, but you got to remember that you don't need to force yourself to stick to anything that you don't want to do. You don't need to do something just because someone else told you that you need to or told you that that is the right way because there is no one right way out there. Whatever is right for you is right for you. It might not be right for someone else. And I feel like this might also speak to you if you have grown up in an environment where obedience was like glorified, especially if you come from an Asian background. I feel like in Asian culture, children are just taught to be obedient. They're not taught to think for themselves and to like use their mind to practice critical thinking. This is something that I see a lot. Like people struggle a lot with critical thinking, like literally using their brain. And I think I'm so passionate about this because this is something that I saw in myself before, like before I got this far along on my entrepreneur journey. I definitely struggled with critical thinking as well, but it's like sometimes you got to figure things out on your own. You can't have someone tell you exactly what to do because no one knows exactly what is right for you except for your intuition. 
Now, if you have a coach of some sort, they can provide you with guidance. Like it's their role to direct you to figuring it out for yourself, to give you the tools and the resources to do that. But ultimately, at the end of the day, you are responsible for your own life. You are responsible for your decisions. If you do not commit to your goals, that's on you, no one else. And I see this a lot in the marketing world, in the business world, where like, I think it's changing a bit now, but I used to hate seeing all of that marketing advice or social media advice where the gurus and the marketing coaches would tell you, oh, you have to post this many times per week. You have to post at this time per day. You have to say this in your content. You need to schedule this amount of emails. Like, fuck all of that. You know, you don't have to do anything, but it's about the mindset. It's about the why behind why you are doing these things. Like, I remember, okay, so I took this business course and I talk about this a lot because it was a very pivotal moment in my journey where I just felt called to take this business course. It was like over a thousand dollars. It was when I was freshly laid off. I didn't even really know what the course was about. I didn't know what I wanted to do for my business yet, but something in my intuition told me to take the leap and to buy this course, to take this course. I took it and it ended up birthing this current business that I have and I'm so grateful for this it was one of the the best business courses that I've taken but there's this one part in that course that I realized wasn't aligned with me so it, it gave this very exact framework of how to launch your first one-on-one coaching session package and the last part of the launch was that like to launch a master class and to schedule something like 15 emails and templates were given for every single email. And honestly, now I don't really enjoy giving such exact templates to my clients because it doesn't encourage you to think for yourself, to practice critical thinking, to think about what you actually wanna communicate in your voice, not my voice, because I'm not here to make you a mini me of me. I'm here to help you step into your own power. So those 15 emails just stressed me the fuck out at the end. And when I had that first launch, I made zero sales because it wasn't in alignment, but I needed to take that step because after that, I knew what I needed to improve and I constantly kept improving next launch after the next. Like after one failed launch, it doesn't mean you should never launch again. Like I felt kind of upset about it for a while, but I was like, hey, if I still want to achieve my goal of creating a freedom lifestyle, I'm gonna need to launch again. I'm gonna need to suck it up and keep going. So. Having to schedule those 15 emails just, I realized, didn't sit well with me. Like, I like to schedule my emails at my own time, especially being a manifesting generator. I schedule them when I've responded to something in my life. And they can't just come out of me out of thin air. And just having this goal of like, oh my God, I need to schedule 15 emails was such a daunting goal for me. And I like to kind of do things one step at a time. So that's just how I like to do things. And I realized that like after after a lot of self-reflection and being like a lot of people are saying these tips, you know, because it worked for them. But it doesn't mean that you have to do it. I think the mindset between behind being consistent on social media, like this is the analogy that I use. If you are someone who is training to be a professional athlete, 
you can't expect to get there training only once a week, all right? Like, you just cannot expect to get there by training once a week, and that's why you need to be consistent. But let's say you are starting out, you are a complete beginner. Obviously, you're not going to go in the gym and like lift like 400 pounds on your first day and you might build up like maybe you might start working out only once a week if that's what's comfortable for you and then build up to two times, three times, four times, whatever you need and you start building up on top of that. Like you're not going to stay at once a week forever. So same thing being a business owner. If you're just starting out on social media, you can only post once a week like you're just building the habit. That's totally okay. That's what I tell all my clients, all my students, like build the habit first. I, this also reminds me of when I was first starting to meditate. I used to set these like lofty goals where like, okay, you have to meditate five times a week. But like, how am I going to do that if I'm a complete beginner? You know, it's like you can't go from zero to 100 right away. And I finally was able to start getting into meditation after I threw out that goal out of my mind. Like, I didn't say you have to meditate five times a week. I was like, okay, meditation is top of mind for me. It's a priority for me in this season. I'm going to meditate whenever I can, whenever I get the chance to. And I didn't set like a specific number. I think this is also, this also worked really well for me because in my human design, I am a non-specific manifester. So if you are also a non-specific, maybe this will also work for you. Like you don't need to set a very specific number on how many times you're going to do something per week. Even now, I don't set a number where like I need to post five times a week or whatever. I just do it as much as I can and and I respond to life as much as I can and when I have something to post when I feel that urge I go ahead and do that so this is going to look different for every single person depending on your human design depending on your astrology depending on what your intuition says to you and this is why inside creator baddie I give you all these tools where exactly to look in your chart to figure out your schedule how to create content in a way that feels good to you and also brings your business results. So if that's something that you're interested in learning, definitely go check out Creator Baddie because a lot of my students have been getting massive results, like literally mind-blowing results where they are signing repeat clients. They are making passive sales. Like I'm talking, they're making deals even when they are in bed, recovering from being sick and they're getting people asking them to be their client and making those sales. And if, if that's something you desire in your life, like if you want your DMs to be popping off because people cannot wait to work with you and they cannot wait to pay you and it doesn't feel like you're forcing or you're pushing, then definitely go check out Creator Baddie because that could help you with that. And if you have any questions, my DMs are open. So send me your questions and I will help you out and I will let you know if it's a good fit for you. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. Reflect on your relationships in your life, your boundaries and what your business looks like. Because if boundaries are not being set in your business in a healthy way, then you might need to revisit how you set boundaries in relationships. You might need to go and heal your trauma, heal your limiting beliefs. And the, the next thing is to remember, structure does not equal rigidity. 
structure is there to give you a framework, but you need to allow yourself to have freedom within the framework. And it gives you freedom to express yourself. Like this reminds me of parenting as well, because like I'm not a parent, but just growing up with parents and, and like how I've learned from different psychologists and things like that. Children thrive better when, like, for example, you give them a curfew and you follow through with that, like you stick to it. So the children know, like, they have the freedom to do whatever they want before that curfew. And it feels safe. It feels stable. And I think one of the reasons that I struggled with boundaries so much in my life is because I didn't have very clear boundaries when I was a child. My parents like didn't really set clear curfews for me, but it was just like suddenly one day if I came home too late and my mom was in a mood, then she would just blow up at me. And it gave me a lot of anxiety because I was like, I don't know when I'm going to get yelled at. I don't know if I'm going to get yelled at today because suddenly I was coming home too late. And like sometimes I would say, like my mom says that she had a curfew for me. But in my mind, it just wasn't very clear. I think there was like a communication block there, a misunderstanding. So if you also grew up in a family where there were no boundaries and like rules and stuff were just not very clear, that could also be a reason why you're struggling with setting boundaries in your business. And if you are going through that, highly recommend that you do a cord cutting because cord cutting heals literally everything and it's going to bring up all the suppressed emotions that you need to deal with. So definitely go do that. That's always step one. And I know that that's going to help you realize that you are your own boss now. Like the whole point of becoming your own boss was so that you could call the shots. It wasn't so you could impose these restrictive rules on yourself and force yourself to follow things. Like this also reminds me of when I struggled with my eating disorder years and years ago. I was struggling with binge eating because I would put these restrictive rules, like unattainable rules on myself, like cutting out all sugar, all processed food, like diving in, not easing into it and just cutting out anything I thought was quote unquote bad. But now I know like there's no bad foods. It's just whatever is more nutrient dense. But nothing should be categorized as good or bad because when you do that, that's when you're like forcing yourself to be perfect. Like that's perfectionism and it's definitely not the way to go. So it just reminds me of, of that eating disorder like back in the day. So if you are imposing these restrictive rules on yourself and you don't feel free, even though you are your own boss and that was the whole reason why you started your business, something needs to shift. Something needs to be healed within your energy, within your mindset. So I encourage you to go do that because I know that that will change your life. And if you want help with that, once again, check out Creator Baddie. Thank you so much for listening to Glow Radio. If you made it to this point, you are a true baddie. Definitely share this episode on your stories and tag me so that I can re-share it. And if you want to continue spreading the abundance, go leave a five-star review on iTunes or Spotify. I'm sending you so much abundance and love. Love.